or nibbana is the cessation of becoming. Bhavani rodo nibbanang. A peace comes with the ending of becoming, of bhava. That doesn't mean stopping in our tracks or stopping the flow of our breath or the flow of perceptions. The patterns of nature, the field of sense experience, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking. It's their nature to arise and cease, to come and go. That's the the quality of the experiential world. The cessation of becoming, then, is the attitude towards that. Non-grasping, non-identification with all of that beginning and ending. The words come and go, the breath comes and goes, feelings and sensations, moods come and go, but the cessation of becoming, where peace is found, is in the attitude, not trying to stop the world by freezing everything, but finding that quality of the heart that is not entangled, not identified. It knows the world. It's not limited by the world. This is the place of peace, the place of liberation. And development of insight, vipassana, is about the discovery and uh, the clarification of that place of peace, this ever-present quality of awareness which is outside of the realm of time. It knows the world of birth and death, but it's not being born and dying. This is the challenge, the, the possibility of insight meditation, the development of vipassana, knowing the world of time, but not being entangled, identified with that, knowing identity, a personality, a point of view, patterns of identity, being a woman, being a man, being old, being young, being tall, being short, Nationality, name, personal story. That which knows the personal isn't a person. That which knows time isn't time-bound. It's akaliko, timeless. I like to reflect upon the, the teaching of the great master Huineng, the sixth patriarch of the Chan tradition in China, who said, in this moment, there is no thing that comes to be. In this moment, there is no thing that ceases to be. Thus, in this moment, there is no birth and death to be brought to an end. 
Therefore, this moment is the absolute peace. And though it is just this moment, there is no limit to this moment. And herein is eternal delight. No thing comes to be in this Pachupana Dhamma, this Sakaliko Dhamma. The world of things is in the realm of perceptions, conditioned formations, cause and effect, sound, light, ideas, emotions, memories, plans, smell, taste, touch, all patterns of the realm of sense experience, the salayatana, the six senses. But to establish the heart in this quality of awakened awareness, this vijja dhatu, this element of knowing, is to know the world coming and going and not to be limited by that. There is no real thing that comes to be in this moment. No real thing that ceases to be. That which knows birth and death isn't being born and dying. Ever present, awake, aware. Knowing the world and not limited by the world, unburdened by the world, even though it is attuned to it. This is the great peace. Therefore, this moment is the absolute peace. It's here, not somewhere else when we've finished our practice some other time, some other place. It's this very moment. Now is the big moment. Here. Now. Not somewhere else. The challenge is the strength of habits that we all experience. Habits of identification with the personality, our opinions, our fears, our regrets, our hopes, things we're proud of, things we're ashamed of, things we worry about, things we think we own, our body, our story, our family, our monastery, our reputation, our problems. All those becomings. It's the strength of habit that we all experience and the challenge is to know that, to know those habits and to let them go. to abandon craving for being without relishing non-being, to let go of those identities, that which knows the person is not a person, that which knows femininity or masculinity or anything in between or other, has no gender, that which knows nationality has no nationality, that which knows sickness isn't sick, 
to let go of identity, personality, to let go of time, the past, the future, even an idea of the present, to let go, to no longer sustain those habits of grasping and identification, to let go of location, a feeling of hereness, a feeling of there being a center to this quality of knowing, this field of experience. Where is here? It's not a matter of geography, is it? To let go of location, to let go of time, identity, Letting go of cause and effect, as Lumpur Chah would put it. Outside of cause, above effect. If the Dhamma is timeless in its essence, then what does that say about cause and effect, which depends upon time? It means the, the patterns of cause and effect, arising and passing, beginning and ending, one thing affecting another, it's all in the realm of perception, condition formations. That which knows the patterns of cause and effect is not limited or defined by those patterns. It knows the way that cause and effect works in the natural world. And bright Autumn morning, the colors are illuminated. The changing leaves are bright. On a gray, dull day, they're dim. That's the nature of, of light and color, visual forms. That's how they work. That which knows brightness and dullness isn't bright or dull. It knows the patterns of cause and effect, but is not defined or limited by those. Outside of cause, above effect. Nork hate, near porn. Letting go of language, concepts. We think in terms of nouns and adjectives. This building here, I am a person, you are in the meditation hall. Today is Saturday. The mind creates things, names, concepts. These are creations, formations. Even a fact, the English word fact, comes from the Latin facere, meaning something that is made. So even a fact is just another kind of formation. So we let go. Our heart is trained to let go. Letting go of time, identity, location, language, concept, even numbers. These are all human constructions, determinations, things 
in the realm of form that the mind overlays the reality of the present out of conditioning from our animal ancestry, the conditioning of the senses, our language, the history of our lifetime. So it creates these layers upon layers of accumulated conditioning. So with insight, letting those layers fall away, one by one, layer by layer, revealing the, the jitta, the heart, awake to its own nature, the Dhamma, awake to its own nature, here and now. Not a person, not belonging to a person, not located anywhere, outside of time, outside of individuality. The habits of conditioning make the mind want to have something to be. Even a me with a problem is somehow more attractive than an undefined quality of being. That bhavatanha, defined being, is a powerful force of craving, a powerful habit. So the effort is to free the heart from its dependency on defined being, being something. Even me with a problem, me with a, an, an enemy, me with an unforgivable past, is better than an undefined me. We can meet that, know that, know those depths of conditioning that are, are present, not to be afraid, to not let the heart be intimidated. There's nothing to lose, no one to lose it. Undefined being is not death, but rather it's life itself, a life that is free, awake, unlimited, unburdened. To the ego, it might feel like death. Eek, I've got to be something. Give me something to push against so I feel like I'm somebody doing some pushing. Give me a problem just so I can exist in relationship to it and worry about it. Just give me something. Something to exist in relationship to. That's self-view. That's the ego murmuring, hungering for defined being. Don't be afraid. Nothing will be lost by letting go of those self-centered illusions. Nothing to lose, no one to lose it. The Dhamma sustains itself. This is what's revealed. The Dhamma is what is revealed when all those habits and layers of identification and attachment, when they fall away. Here it is. Dhamma is here and now. Santitiko, Makaliko, 
Ehi passico, come and see.